John Doe, you're the hope of the world. Fucking lighter down, man. Alright, should we do a countdown? Till I light this place on fire? No, till we start the podcast, Aaron. Okay, Angel. You do it. I don't I don't talk like that, okay? Neither do I. Alright, <laughs> I didn't say you did. Alright, countdown. You ready? Three, two, one, go. You want me to say Good the good morning. It's not morning time though. Good evening. Say whatever you want. Good day. 
Alright, we're gonna go now. Go. Marry meet. What? That is what witches say when they meet each other. No, they say like, uh... They say, so mote it be. They say like, good morrow or some shit like that, right? It's like which no, which is merry meat. It's like which language hasn't evolved past like the King Arthur days. Yeah, because they're not <laughs> trying to fucking cast no spells. Oh, is that why? Mm-hmm. All right, let's do an introduction. Hey, everybody, uh, welcome to another episode of an actual podcast brought to you by Actual Comedy. Yes, and I'm Erin. I'm Angel. And uh, it's good to see you guys. Yeah, you can't see anybody though, so it's good to see you though. It's next good to, to see. Me. It's good to see you. It's Sitting always good in to that see you. Seat. <laughs> Looking all cute. Aw, you look adorable. You got Thank your war you. paint on today. I put my war paint on today because I wanna, was like, it's time to get serious now. Do you want to describe to the audience what your war paint is? I don't know. Just like I had a bunch of different tubes of glitter. Yeah. And I was like, hey, well, let me fuck with these before we start recording. Yeah. So I've, uh, I painted my eyes with gold and I decided that I would use the glitter instead of my regular uh, fill in for my brows. Yeah. How do you feel about that? I like it. You told me you couldn't tell a difference, which is fucking weird, but. Well, I told you I only look in your eyes. Oh, you're adorable. In your eyes. Um,. We have some topics to go over today, some weird topics. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you were telling me some stuff, and I'm, I'm excited to hear about it. Yeah, so let's start with this first one, uh, which is about a German surgeon. Can you, can you say that with me? German surgeon. German surgeon. The Roger. Uh, sorry, guys, I've been watching 30 Rock recently. We've been yes. going back and re-watching 30 Rock. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so, yeah, um... This uh, German surgeon uh, was fired uh, from his job as a surgeon in this German hospital. <laughs> I could be a battle rapper just by, like, reading off, like, headlines from news articles. Yeah, but, like, who are you battling with that? Mm, yeah, that's a good point. I didn't think that far ahead. I mean, unless you're calling your opponent a German surgeon. Yeah. Yeah, it's a pretty niche market, though, right? I mean, you could, like, make it mean something. Yeah, I guess. Uh, I'll get back to you. a fucking German surgeon? (laughs) That sounds, like, super offensive, and I don't know why. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Um, You can make anything sound offensive. So, this German surgeon uh, was fired uh, after... This happened in 2020, but they found uh, a case where... He had gotten a hospital cleaner, uh, like a like one of the people that clean at the hospitals. What are they called? Is there like an official like nurse name for them? Um, we used to call them environmental servicers. Oh, what did Chappelle call it in Half Baked? He was a master of the custodial arts. Yeah. <laughs> potato, potato. Um. So yeah, this this German surgeon. Uh, needed help during... Hey, Merman. I don't know what his name was, actually. I didn't look into that. Sorry, I just... No, keep it going. What else rhymes with Merman? Berman? He lived in Berman, Germany. I think it was in Berlin. So maybe uh, Berlin. stretch it like a little bit, yeah. I don't know. The German surgeon named Merman lived in <laughs> Berlin. <laughs> um, But yeah, so he got... One of these guys. His parents raised him Mormon. 
I don't know. You told me to keep it going. But, uh, yeah. Keep going. I'm sorry. I keep fucking you up. No, it's okay. I just want... There's a lot of topics that we need to go through today. You're right. Let's and go. this one, I want to get your opinion on. Um, so, this guy, he, he got a hospital cleaner to help him with one of the surgeries that he was doing because there was apparently no other... Uh, what's that called? Staff. Yeah, but like when they're like medical professionals. Yeah, when they're like certified or whatever the fuck. Surgical techs. Yeah. Anyone but the custodian. Yeah, it was just the custodian that was available. I think I might have gone to the fucking security guard for now. Maybe the custodian because they they know what's going on. Well, do you want to know what type of surgery it was? Yeah. It was an amputation. Oh, nice. Well, I mean that's pretty basic. Yeah. Well, it was a toe. Oh. Well, and I should say. Did um, he have the custodian do it? No, no, no. So the incident happened in 2020, um, and it did not result in any complications uh, to the patient from this, from what he did. So, the, but the doctor was fired. Um, allegedly, the surgeon decided to go ahead with a routine procedure, even though there were no qualified assistants uh, there. When the patient became restless after a local anesthetic was applied, uh, the doctor asked a nearby cleaner to hold the man's leg and uh, pass him surgical instruments. Okay. I mean, I've done that. But the doctor did everything else himself. So what's the problem? I don't know. He got fired. Uh, the incident came to light after a hospital manager spotted the cleaner in the operating theater with uh, bloody gauzes in his hands. Like after the surgery, like I, I think it was multiple yeah. times. No, 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 no. He just, just did, he just did it the one time. Yeah. He didn't become like his new sidekick. No, no, no. Oh man, imagine that comic book. That would have been great. <laughs> I honestly don't see the problem here. Like that's what you're supposed to do in like the event of emergency. What was wrong with the guy's toe? Did he have gangrene? I mean, I, you gotta get that toe off right away. They said that there was no like reason why he had to do it like right then and there. But I mean, he was the doctor, right? He's a surgeon. He would know if he needed to do it, like, right then and there. And all he did was ask the guy to hold the dude's leg down and, like, hand him fucking, like, what was it, a scalpel probably? Yeah, you got to go to school for a long time to find out, like, which uh, Don't they get paid a lot of money? to hand them at what intervals? I think so. Fuck. They get paid close to what nurses get paid, I think. That's wild. Just to know the difference between, like, a, a cranial a bore and a fucking... Yeah, you are, well, you also have to, like, be in charge of, like, counting all the shit that you use during surgery and stuff. Mm, yeah, but, I mean, yeah, if yeah. you're talking about an amputation, that's just, like, one cut. So, it's not like you're fucking... You used to work in a hospital, right? Not in a clinical... Well, I've, I've seen surgeries, though. Yeah. So, but, like, what... You've, you've been to hospitals plenty of times, right? If you were, like, a nurse at, like, an ER, like... And some doctor came by and was like, hey, I need you to, like, hand me these things while I, like, do this thing to this guy. Would you be, like, weirded out about that? Would you just do it? I would just do it. Usually. I mean, it depends in what capacity. I mean, like. I mean, uh, like, it, like so, so the guy, I don't know if the patient complained, but they said that there were no complications from the actual surgery, right? So I was looking at it from, like, the, the cleaner's perspective. And, like, he was probably just, like, trying to fucking... Yeah, he should have gotten paid surgical tech <laughs> for the day. Yeah. He's According like, I don't want to have to deal with this standards. shit. <laughs> yeah. dude, like, dude. I mean, like, dude, 
you're obviously not allowed to. There's a thing called scope of practice within medicine. So, like, mm. whatever you're licensed to do, you can only work within that scope. Yeah. So, like, it's a it's a breach of scope of practice. Mm. And in a non-emergent situation, it might not be uh, explainable to the board. But, I mean, that seems like a crazy reason to get rid of a surgeon. Like, did he have any other issues? I don't know. They didn't really talk about that in the uh, article. But they said they fired him because of this incident. So it was the hospital manager that, like, I guess ratted on them. I, my guess was the hospital manager wanted something, like, cleaned or something, like, at a specific time. Oh, yeah. And when they turned around and looked, it was just still full of blood because their cleaner was yeah, he's doing like, other shit. Yeah, fucking shit all over here. <laughs> Where's Jerry? I gotta what? help this guy take his toe off. How long have you been helping this motherfucker do surgeries? <laughs> That's probably exactly how it played out. That's crazy. Yeah, it's pretty so wild. He's without a job now. Did he lose his medical license or just he just doesn't have a job? Mm, someone tells me America is going to come calling. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how it works with doctors, though, because, like, you can't come from another country mm. with a degree in medicine or nursing, whatever. Um, and use your license here. You have to get the degree in America. Mm, yeah, but you can use your American license in other places. That's probably a reason Weird how that. that works. You can use your American license in other places? Fuck yeah. Really? What do you think doctors without borders are? And all those people that go down to, like, wherever those poor kids live that have cleft palates all the time? Oh, yeah. And surgery out of, like, a school bus? Yeah, 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 yeah. And you just pay $11 a month? Wait, so what do the doctors get out of that? Clout? Like Dr. Clout? I don't know. Experience. They don't get paid for that at all? They get member berries. Mm. Um, they probably get paid something. But, like, when I worked at, in a hospital, in, like, an actual, like, I was working in that hospital, mm -hmm. the doctors who were doing, like, fellowships for specialties made $45,000 a year. That's wild. Isn't that, I mean, for, from today's standards, I'm like, holy fuck. Yeah, yeah. Back then, I thought they were rich, but, like, <laughs> <laughs> I was making, like, $12 an hour in the file room, so. But, but were they, like, doing, like, actual doctor stuff, or? Yeah, I mean, that's what, like, a fellowship is. Like, you spend a certain amount of years working under, like, doctors who are attending physicians for a certain specialty. Yeah. And then... After you spent X amount of time on, in that fellowship, then you can become a specialist in your own right. Oh, okay. Then you can go somewhere else and start your own practice. Mm, gotcha. Yeah. What do you think is like the most uh, like sought specialty in like that field, like currently? I have no idea. Honestly, probably some type of like respiratory therapy or something. No, that's too. That's a lot. Yeah, it's all a lot. It's all exhausting, honestly. Yeah, I'm. I'm shocked that people still are doing the programs that are required to become doctors, and I don't think that they are, honestly. Yeah. I think they've gotten a lot more lax with their requirements, <laughs> which is shocking to me about the surgery because I'm surprised they didn't have the guy doing the surgery himself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, there was this other uh, sort of like a. a, a True, this is our true crime segment here. <laughs> Started off with a German surgeon. And uh, this one I thought would interest you. Um, a man was indicted uh, by a grand jury uh, on charges of stealing a pair of ruby red slippers worn by Judy Garland in the movie Wizard of Oz. What? 
Yeah. He stole the ruby slippers? He stole them. He stole them in uh, 2005. Uh, or they, they say that the shoes were stolen in 2005. And they don't know where they are? Well, no, no. They were recovered in 2018. Uh, Holy as shit. part of an FBI sting operation. <laughs> what? <laughs> you, all right, so you know how, like, every now and then they'll release these, like, government documents, and they're like, all right, this is all the information that we're allowed to give you on, like, the uh, amount of money that we spent, like, the budget for, like, these different, like, operations and shit like that? Like, yeah. How much money you think they spent on FBI operation get the ruby slippers back <laughs> god i don't even know like who has them now well well they got them back they got them back in 2018 but somebody has to pay for them to like either they have to be housed in a museum yeah 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 well or they belong to the garland estate no 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 so uh are taxpayers dollars paying for that shit they might be yeah um so they were recovered in 2018 uh but at the time no arrests were made um so this guy, Ter- Terry Martin, he's 76 years old, and he lives 12 miles south of the Judy Garland Museum in uh, Grand Rapids, Minnesota. And he's the guy that had the slippers the whole time? Well, I, there was they went into more detail in, like, the article, but they were saying that, like, after they were stolen, like, I think he, like, reached out to some, like, prominent, like, I guess, collectors of movie memorabilia oh and, and they like, were like ratting them out i think i could like help you get these or whatever and they were like wait what what do you mean like because apparently there's only four there's only four uh pairs pairs of the shoes like ever. i'm shocked there's more than one yeah well yeah that's true but remember it's like a movie so, uh, so and, they must have to keep remaking them well no, no no well yeah probably but we don't know how many they use like I get, maybe that's on like record somewhere i don't know but because they were worn or they can be attested to have been worn on screen like that that makes the value go like way up higher you know what i mean because if they were just like what do they do to like is there like a mark on the bottom of them yeah i think they they come with like one of those uh certificate of authenticity or whatever that like tells you like there were only four of these and this is like number one or two or four or whatever um but here's the thing. Um, they were, at the time that they were stolen, they were insured for $1 million. And the current market value for them is $3.5 million. What? For Judy Garland's Dorothy's Ruby Red Slippers. Aww. <laughs> I don't understand why Liza Minnelli doesn't have them. Like, I feel like she should have them. Isn't she dead? No. She's still alive? Shut your mouth. Liza? Liza's still with us. You just knocked on wood. I had to knock on wood. Or at least knock on particle boards. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, That's crazy, though. So he's 76 now. How old was he in 2005? That was what? 18 years ago. 18 years ago, yeah. 58? Yeah, or something like that. But, like, he was that old and he was stealing... Dorothy's like Wizard of Oz. Do you think Did they he... get any like diaries from him to find out like why? No. Well, I guess they just like indicted him like earlier this week, even though the crime happened. Like, did they get the slippers back? A they while got the ago? slippers back. Yeah, yeah. And then the people, I I think it's like two different museums that like hold them. One of them is like the Motion 
Picture Institute of California, some shit like that. Mm. Hollywood owns one of them. I know that much. Who owns the Smithsonian? They got their piece. The Smithsonian in New York? Is that where it is? Uh, or in fucking... Is there England? more than one Smithsonian? I think it's in England or some shit. That's mm. where they had all the Egyptian, like... Where did Kim Kardashian get Marilyn Monroe's dress from? Mm. She, like, got one of her dresses. Planet Hollywood. Wore... No, it wasn't Planet Hollywood. It was, it was hanging on the wall, Planet wore... Hollywood. No, because people were pissed she wore it. Oh. Because it they were like, this is, like, fashion, like, history, and, like, her oh, wearing God. it can, like... What are they, they mad that she made a... Con- Comparison to fucking Marilyn Monroe. Like, I think. Well, I think the the purists were. Oh God! <laughs> but the other people were just mad that it was like a piece of like like a garment that can't be like remade. Yeah, and, like, yeah. If she fucks it up, like that was dumb of them to have lent it out. Um. So speaking of garments, uh, we were talking earlier about uh, the mermaid tales. <laughs> and how expensive they are but we'll get into that in a little bit i wanted to tell you about um there's two uh different world records that were broken earlier this week and this first two. one yeah two of them well that we know that i that i looked up on on google um <laughs> so the first one uh is a guy a florida professor uh, he beat the world record for the most uh, the longest time living underwater without depressurization. Oh, shit. I saw that article. Did you read that? A couple of days ago. I didn't read into it too much because I was like, what the fuck is he doing? Like, what does that mean without depressurization? So I guess that means he doesn't go through like any, uh, you know how you get the bends and shit? Like you got to go up slowly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like in order to like, uh, I guess, stabilize your body and your bones and your organs to like. Uh, a specific fr- time, like frame, so like it can survive on Earth. The Earth's like pressure. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. You got to go through like a like a procedure that like I think like either takes air away or adds air to like a specific. It's like, something area about like when your bot because your body is like osm- osmotic, right? Like you can pass water basically through it, sort of, because your skin's per- porous. Yeah. The like gas like rushes out of like your blood mm-hmm. as you're coming up out of the water which is what causes the bend so you kind of come up slowly yeah yeah so you're saying that he went down to the bottom of this well no 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 he he's like staying at this like underwater like suite basically is he in the water he's in the water yeah it's underwater but it people thought like it's dangerous to spend more than like a couple of hours or a couple of days like Submerged? under that pressure oh, okay without you know going through the steps to like make sure your body isn't like you know what i mean it doesn't forget like the other pressurization and then, then like fucks up automatically when you get back to that pressure yeah so the previous record was 73 days yeah that people did it and he got to 74 i read that well on may 18th he got to 79 and oh. his plan, because uh, he said it's been working so far, um, his plan is to stay for 100. And then, but he's doing it for science. <laughs> you think he just likes to be underwater? I don't know. He's some type of, like, uh, professor. Uh, he's, like, doing, like, work from home, but it's, like, work from underwater. So. I don't understand how that works, though, because if you're underwater like that, like, mm. you have to have something that's, like, keeping you down. 
Because naturally, like, with what's in No, he's not in water, though. Like, he's, like, in a, like, a dry, like, room. But the room is underneath water. Does that make sense? So he's in a fucking submarine. No, no, no. It's, it's like, a room. It's, like, a connected to a building. It's not a submarine, though. It doesn't have the power to subnautical itself. Okay, so it's a submarine that doesn't move. Sure. Yeah. It's a, yeah. It's a, it's an underwater boat that doesn't move. Yeah. Well, doesn't the fucking navy do that all the time? Like, don't they put people not like for, underwater? And not for stay? this long though. Usually they come up like within a couple of hours to repressurize and. Do I thought those work. motherfuckers would go under there for like months. I don't know. Well, I mean, this would be the longest they said. According to the Guinness Book of World, are you calling the Guinness Book of World Records liars? I don't know, man. Um, <laughs> Um, but yeah, he's, he's a 55 year old, uh, professor at the university of Southern Florida. What's his exit plan? I have no idea. I guess he's gonna, uh, probably go up the elevator and just come back up here. Like, I feel like what he's doing isn't that big of a deal. It's like a basement or something. You just like stayed in a room and it happened. It's like, because you can go to like the fucking Atlantis, right? And, uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, the, and you can stay at rooms that that's are basically, underwater. Yeah, that's basically what he's doing. But you can't stay in those rooms for long periods of time or you'll, your body gets fucked up. Apparently. I don't know. But I, I guess this <laughs> so is... So they say. So they say. But this is what he was, like, studying. So um, he wants to spend 100 days down there and see what that, like, uh, effect has on, like, the human body. Um yeah, it says uh, he's researching how the human body responds to living under extreme pressure. Um, <laughs> Just live a fucking week in my shoes. <laughs> um, it's a hundred foot square bunker. <laughs> it's called uh, Jules's Undersea Lodge, <sighs> which sounds like a motel, like off fucking Conchester Highway and shit. It sounds like like a chad <laughs> just like somebody with like arrested development who doesn't want to go back to their family well he's got a girlfriend and he yeah, says his like, girlfriend you know what, honey i'm just gonna stay down here for another 20 days you don't mind right well here's the thing so they asked uh i saw like an npr interview and they asked him like what's the worst part about it so far and he said hands down the loneliness is the worst feeling <laughs> he said because like he he has plenty of like contact through uh, like I guess Skype or whatever the fuck like video messaging but, but his ability not to be in close proximity to people yeah he can't touch anybody and that like fucks him up I guess mm. um, but he said health wise he's doing very well he said his oxidative stress is down what does that mean like the blood oxygen or some shit no it's like um, oxidation is what happens to your cells every day from like the free radicals that like you encounter Okay. It's like oxidation is when cells die. Gotcha. Basically. But they are supposed to like regenerate at the same rate. So like if your oxidative stress is down, it means like your cell regeneration is like meeting or higher than mm. your oxidation rate. Um, he also says that every inflammatory marker in his body is down and his cholesterol is down 70 points. What? Uh, his collagen is up and he feels fantastic. Yo, I'm about to go take a fucking dive. <laughs> his collagen is up? His collagen production me and retention my, is up. my youthful boost back to my skin? Uh, he also reports... But this might be a side effect of this next part. He also reports deeper sleep, 
with between 60 and 66% of deep or REM sleep. How? I'm guessing, they didn't really explain it, but I'm guessing it's the added pressure, like acts as like a, a blanket, like a security blanket around you. Um, he says he sleeps only six hours a night. Before that is deep or REM sleep, which is crazy. That's like an insane percentage. I don't think the average human gets that like on everyday basis. Yeah, I don't know. What's the? I forget what the ratio is supposed to even be. It's supposed to be like I th- if you have like a ninety minute cycle is like a full sleep cycle where you get mm. into like all the stages. Yeah, that's like. I that's... think REM's only like what thirty minutes of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so if you sleep I guess for average, nine hours, like an hour and a half would be REM. Yeah. So his is like, what, like fucking thirty times that. Damn. It's wild. Yeah, he he says he attributes it to in, an increased pressure blanket that surrounds you when you're underwater. Um, he's currently under twenty five pounds of pressure per square inch, and uh, the normal pressure on the surface is fourteen point six nine. Mm. Uh, pounds per square inch yeah so he's like about what maybe like 10 10 more because it's the water because the water yeah that has the pressure it's so weird yeah Yeah. I'm like trying to picture this and I'm just picturing like Sandy's tank at the bottom of uh, oh Spongebob yeah yeah he just she just goes on like a fucking does he go out of his little bunker? I don't think so. No. 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 Yeah, he just stays there. He said uh his How mo- does he get oxygen? They it's all supplied, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all supplied. Yeah. You would think they would have given him one of those like, you know, sex dolls or something. I mean, you he can't probably go, doesn't diary that. You can't go 100 <laughs> days without having to like fuck something in the room. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you shouldn't be a professor. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's alone with himself a hundred percent of the time. Well, no, he's got he's got uh, like Skype and stuff. Do people still use Skype? I gotta update Whatever. my uh, video call references. Zoom. Is that the new one? The new one is Zoom. That's the one the Zoomers use. That's the one the Zoomers use. Oh, is that what they call it? Who's a Zoomer? I think the youngest. They're the little ones? I think. I'm not sure. I've forgotten what letter I am. <laughs> am I a millennial? Well, the new one is Mer Mer Person. Mer Person. We saw the trailer for this documentary that's coming out on Netflix called Mer People or Mer Person. (laughs) It's so funny. Like, we had this conversation like months ago about the uh, the cost of these like mermaid costumes. Like the real ones, the ones made out of like silicone and fucking. They're more than what the furries are paying for their shit. I don't know. Is it? It's close to it. Well, we so we went on Etsy earlier and we yeah. saw one that was for sale. It looked like that um, Cinderella dress that Zendaya wore at the Met Gala that one year when the. Uh... <laughs> I must have spit take that you knew all that. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh... <laughs> I'm sorry. Hold on. It's like when Blake Shelton displayed that dress. To Who's everybody? Blake Shelton? I don't know who that. Oh is. no, that's not her name. Blake Lively. Who's the Blake Lively? The fucking bitch that's married to Ryan Reynolds. Oh, yeah. Her dress, like, changed colors? No. But I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, yeah $1,000 for this mermaid dress. Mermaid mermaid gown? What? You could only use it underwater. It's a flipper. You can't walk in it, it's right? It's a fin. Yeah. Like, both They're, your, like, silicone. Both your feet go in. Mm-hmm. And you go, I guess, you go in. How do you walk? 
You it's not like ice skates. You don't. You flop around. So you gotta put it on when you're in the water, and then or like at the edge where you're about to like. Oh shit! I just fucked up. No, it's fine. Are you sure? No, you fucked it up. Ah. Wait, hold on. Stop talking. Let me see. Oh no, you didn't. Hold on. Let's fix it. Cut. Cut here, guys. I just fucked up my mic. And we're back. And we're back. Ooh, what were we talking about? We we're talking about mermaids. Oh yeah. I'm not even gonna cut any of that out. I might just no. leave it in there. Alright. I mean leave the bloopers <laughs> in. I love it. Um hopefully that sound is gone and there's no more humming. Yeah. It looks like it. Yeah, yeah we're good. This fucking shit, man, you barely touch it. And yeah, we gotta like, get new ones. Changes our shit all up. <laughs> it's like kids, you know? Um, they bruise. It's like, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, <laughs> JK. Uh, there was another uh, world record that was broken this week. Um, and that was uh, a Nigerian chef. Uh, she set a new global record for the longest hours of nonstop cooking. Oh, shit. Cooked for 100 hours straight. Wow. What was she cooking? Uh, her name was Hild- Her name is Hildi- Hilda Baki. And she, bre- she beat the previous world record of 87 hours and 45 minutes, set in 2019 by Lata Tondon, an Indian chef. What the fuck? You didn't even know, find out what they were cooking? She, I guess she's Nigerian, so I guess uh, it, she cooked Was in... Was it one dish? She's in Lagos. All Nigerian de- delicacies under supervision. So she had to get like the Guinness people to like make sure... She would cook in the correct way. I don't know how they do that, but I guess they have people that, like, double-check your cooking. There's a goddamn judge for that? Yeah, but so she was all Nigerian delicacy, ranging from soups. Oh, here here you go. Here's a wide range of different things that she cooked. Soups, stews, and various proteins. Okay. Yeah. Do you think she made human meats? No. She was allowed five-minute breaks every hour. Uh, and an accumulated one-hour break after a stretch of 12 hours in a row that she could use for bathing, medical checkups, and resting. Um, and then all the food that she cooked was offered to the people for free. So she was doing it for the record. Wow. Yeah. 100 hours straight. Can you imagine 100 that? hours straight of cooking? No, that sounds like a goddamn nightmare. But also... How long is that? 24 hours is in a day, so that's yeah. like four days. Mm, four yeah, and a half days about that yeah but no way you need some more you need some rem in there she was also cooking like fucking stews and like how okay so when yeah, you can cook you just kind of like lay down and like stir well you cook a soup or a stew right yeah like, that's what it's supposed to stew you do you do like the that's the hard part stew on it you do the hard part first right the cutting yeah. and the measuring and all that shit and then you put it in the thing and then you gotta wait yeah, you're just going around stirring bowls. For yeah, you just wait hours. for. A while. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think would be the hardest like cuisine of food to cook for a hundred hours straight? Like French, maybe. Ugh, I don't even know. Italian seems pretty easy. Yeah, because you could just like roll out pasta and make different just shapes. Do fucking uh, what's that called? Make a bunch of gabagool. What's the ones that the basic bitches? Every basic a bitch lasagna? has. They have a lasagna recipe. Yeah, that's. I fucking one. hate lasagna. <laughs> I think it's gross. Um, yeah, that's but crazy. Wow, what's her name? Hilda Hilda Baki. 
Nigerian chef from Lagos. Shout out Hilda. Shout out hundred. Way to throw it down. You think she's she's interested in getting married? Is that like a plus? You think <laughs> some guys like? Huh? No, she's like my work is done. <laughs> I did all the cooking that I was. I cooked everything to do. <laughs> in the world up front, and now you may not ask me to do a single other thing. <laughs> um. So speaking of uh, so speaking of world records, world records and, and and cooking cooking on them. Oh yeah. You want to talk about this? Oh man, my lady, my my favorite gal. Well, yeah. It's one of them. This is your ragtime gal. My ragtime gal. Yeah. My pal, I th- I want her to realize like that I really just want to hang out in like a not weird way. Okay, who's this you're talking about? Martha Stewart. <laughs> Her house looks so pretty. I just want to, like, see it. I don't think many people... Well, maybe nowadays. Well, okay, we missed the whole point, which was... That bitch graced the covers of Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition at 81 years old. That's wild. Shout out, Martha. Shout out, Martha. She and got, she looked pretty good, too. You said she got electrocuted three times? She did. She said she got electrocuted three times. Or struck by the, lightning three times. No, struck by lightning. Oh, yeah. Yeah, three. electrocuted would be... Stu- I mean, I guess, like... When you get struck by lightning, you also get electrocuted, right? <laughs> I didn't know that she was like a model, like back in. I remember I didn't know until you told me. I remember reading it, like online, like people saying, like, Mar- you know, Martha Stewart used to be a model, but I took, I never looked into it. Like I took it like the same way people used to say that Hillary, a young Hillary Clinton, was fuckable. <laughs> you know what I mean, and then yeah. the, I, I never really looked into yeah, it. Yeah, it's like that. saying any of the royals were fuckable. Well, and then you then you look into it. You're like, wait a minute, these guys were fibbing to me. I don't know. <laughs> Hillary, when she had longer hair in her college days, like wasn't completely. Ugh, you have terrible taste. Oh, I'm sorry. My taste in women <laughs> is terrible. But yeah, so Martha Stewart. I just meant she's easy on the eyes. Okay, that's uh... not anymore. <laughs> Not um, after. <laughs> don't do it. Not after Benghazi. Don't do okay. Listen. All right. <laughs> We've gone off the rails, lady and gentlemen. We're back on the rails. Listen, Martha Stewart was on the cover of Playboy. Oh, yeah. She used to be a model. What was the thing that you said? She was not on the cover of Playboy. She was on the color of, cover of Sports Illustrated. Mm. Swimsuit edition. What was the thing that you said that she said in that interview? What would she wear when she was like a stockbroker or some shit like oh, that? Oh, she used to say she would wear hot pants, like little short shorts, mm. with a gator belt and a sweater <laughs> when she worked on Wall Street. She said, and oh, she the said, boys. And I looked good in them, too. Oh, the boys were jealous. <laughs> they were jealous of them games. Dude, her legs look nice. As, I mean, I'm sure they fucking Photoshopped that shit, but like, I follow her on Instagram. Yeah. And all of her shit always looks immaculate, so. You think there's ever going to be like a, you know how she has like a... Like I feel a, like Mark, Martha Stewart might be the Michael Jackson of homemaking. Oh, shit. That's a bold statement. It is. Well, in Amer- in American culture, if she were the... Who would be her who her rival? Is there like there a, isn't one. That's what I'm oh, saying. Oh, shit. What about uh, chipping, chipping that the fucking... What do they call it? From the Magnolia Network? Chip games, Chip and Joni games. Now Martha is fucking. She's a. First of all, she's not a rat. Shout out for that. Shout out. That bitch went to jail, so none of her friends got in trouble. Yeah. So she's got my vote for them from that. Okay. 
And have you ever seen, like, just the way she cooks? Like, every little tiny thing she does and touches is, like, detailed and, and like, amazing. All right, calm down. I just, I I'm love, fucking... Martha, can we just hang out for, like, one, like, you're 81, fucking so. slipping out of your seat over there. I know. Um, you know how, like, they have, like, a, a Martha Stewart guide to every part of her life? They do? I mean, she does, like, a gardening one or a cooking one or, like, like a book, you know, where she's, like... This is how you fucking make doilies or whatever. Yeah. You think there's ever going to be like a Martha Stewart after dark? I think eventually. I think she's getting there. She's on Sports Illustrated. Yeah, but that's... Sports Illustrated? Yeah. Sports Illustrated? Swimsuit edition. I think that's like the prequel to uh, Playboy. And maybe just the... uh, You think Martha Stewart's going to be in Playboy? What would you call it? Like her uh, grimoire? Not her grimoire. Her grimoire? <laughs> what would you call it? What is it like your book of... Uh... Book of spells? <laughs> Not spells, but like your book of things that... This here wards off spells? Your book of magic as a person. Um, This is your life or whatever. Remember that show? No. Remember that? They, they pull like a random person from the audience and they'd be like, this is your life. And they'd show them like things from their past. I don't know what the point of it was. <laughs> You know, remember what? That? that sounds like a fucking Black Mirror episode. It's like a game show, but like it, they would pull a quote unquote. How did they know? Well, they would pull like a quote unquote random person from the audience, but the what the person from the audience didn't know was that it was planned the whole time, and like. So what, everybody that was gonna go to the audience, they had like a fucking file on them. No, no, then... no. They had one person's like file, and they built like a whole show around them, and then they got them to show up to the studio that day to be part of the audience, and then they were like. You know. How does the person not know? I don't know. They were fu- it's movie magic, bro, from fucking <laughs> 1960s or some shit. Oh, that was from the 1960s. I don't know. This is your life. That was probably like 1980s, maybe. Hmm. The Golden Girls years. Oh shit. Yeah, I don't know. Feels like something else we just watched. What? Like where they were like. Uh, uh the juror, the jur, the jury. What? <laughs> the show that we just watched, The Jury. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The they, fake. The fake guy. Ju- it's called Jury Duty. Yeah. Jury, whatever. The rural juror. <laughs> <laughs> but that's like that, except for it was Jury Duty and not like a game show. Yeah, yeah. Was What Would You Do planned beforehand? I think so, yeah. Well, not the not the man on the street <laughs> interviews that he would do. That was but a good like show. The, I know. You know they did. They remade it with uh, John Quinones, but like he puts people in uncomfortable situations <laughs> dealing with race and like domestic violence and stuff. I'm like, this is a different show than what else. There's no pies being thrown in the face. No one's getting slimed. He's just trying to see how people react to this cabbie being beaten up on the corner of the street. <laughs> Hold on. Those shows were not related, were they? No, it was just the same name. The John Quinones. Yeah, it's wild when shit is named the same thing, right? Yeah. And they're totally different things. Um, you were talking about the... Grimoires for Martha Stewart? Yeah. You think she would have one of those somewhere? Not a grimoire. What is the thing that it's called, like, when you talk about your sexual, like, uh... Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking a tell-all. One of those, uh... What do you call those? Right? What's the word? Uh, I can't think of it. It's called, like, a... A clam steamer. <laughs> what the fuck? That's the nickname. 
What the fuck is it called? A clam steamer? Yeah. Who nicknamed it that? Women, I guess. I, I couldn't come up with that name. <laughs> it's off to the top of my head. It seemed like you just did. I might have. <laughs> no, yeah, it's like a assorted uh, fucking, what is that called? I don't know. Yeah, whatever. About all her sexual conquests? Yeah. No, but do you think she has a grimoire, though? That would be pretty dope. I, she probably does. I yeah. mean, she, that bitch got struck by lightning three times, and she said that it makes <laughs> you have powers. Must so. have got a download of something, right? She got something. <laughs> She's an Arcturian, I think. Um, do you think she, like, collects uh, things like you do? Probably. You think she has, like, a room where she has, like, all uranium glass shit or... Yeah, but she has, like, the best of everything. She never has to go out for the hunt, right? No, she, she doesn't have like to hunt for anything. Like... She's just like, I want a pair of... Uh... <laughs> She's got, like, fucking Frisian horses, a pair of them. What is Frisian horses? I don't know. They're the ones that look like like they should be made out of brass. Oh. Like, they're just perfect looking with, like, long hair and... Are they real horses? They're real horses. She's got all kinds of animals. Like, she's got a whole fucking farm. Oh, wow. I don't think that they use any of them for, uh, like... Maybe they do. I don't know. But um, <laughs> but she, like, grows all of her own shit. Like, her own flowers that she decorates with. Yeah, yeah. She grows that shit. All the, most of the vegetables and fruits that she eats, she grows it. And, like, if she doesn't grow it, then she got, she's got a guy. What would, what, if you had, like, a solid 20 minutes alone with her, what would you talk to her about? I don't know. Like, one subject, like... She's like, all right, you got my undivided attention for 20 minutes. What do you want to talk about? Would you talk about her or would you talk about, like, experiences? Like, Yeah, I would be like, how do you do it? Get her perspective it? on things? Like, how are you so detail-oriented with every single thing that you do? I would yeah, want to yeah. know that. Because it's, like, amazing to me. Yeah. She's like, okay, we're making a turkey dinner. So she starts brining the turkey, like, two weeks beforehand. She's got, like, 16 <laughs> meals going in the fridge any given moment. Yeah. I'm like, how do you do it? <laughs> That's what I want to know. She's got to be a sorceress of some sort. What, uh, is there anything that she could be collecting that would make you freaked out? Like, if, she, if you found out, like, she was collecting, like, human skulls or something, would you... Yeah, like, that? human skulls or, like, the blood of children, you know. <laughs> I mean, if basics. it was, like, the penises of pedophiles, I might be like, okay, bitch, go ahead. Yeah. Who you wants know. those? Who wants I know. If she's them? collecting them, that's probably a little bit weird. But, <laughs> I mean, no, like, I'm, aside from, you know, like, human bodies. Yeah. I, I think I would be fine with it. So we've talked about maybe ivory. I think I would be positioned uh, yeah. in ivory. What about those like like racist like dolls or like uh, the statues for your lawn from like the nineteen thirties? <laughs> oh shit! She's like super into those. Like I feel like there's dolls. probably some on her property, honestly. Oh, who is the? Oh, who is the the Paula Dean? Oh, she's the one. Yeah, I, I was she like she could have been her rival. If she yeah. would have never got caught saying that bad yeah, word. Yeah, somebody let it out that she, she said it. She should have said it. <laughs> and then she admitted it, which was yeah. her problem. She's like, what? We all say it. <laughs> Martha Stewart was like, mm-mm. She's like, nah, dog. <laughs> nah, dog. I ain't seen I'm in nothing. The cut. I'm in the cut getting electrocuted by lightning. 
<laughs> yeah, I'll go chill in the fucking Airbnb <laughs> for three months. <laughs> um, so we've talked about uh, your uh, different collectible traits, the things that you like to collect. Uh, I think I might start getting into collecting things. Hell yeah, what do you want? Um, now, this is solely based off of most of the movies that I've been watching recently, for some reason, they, they all seem to coalesce into, like, a thought process for some reason for me. Um, Is it the algorithm? Maybe. It may be. But uh, I think I might want to start collecting rare books. Hell yeah. Yeah. But, like, what do you call that? So I try to Google that, and uh, apparently the official title is uh, Bookseller. A bibliophile? I don't want to be an ophile anything. A bibliist? <laughs> Do you got to go to, like, fucking college to, like, learn about books? Or is it, like, all, like, learn no. on the fly type thing? Like a fisherman? I mean, like, what do you want to learn about books? Well, I mean, I want to, like, fucking find some ma- magic books. You know what I mean? So is your purpose of collecting books just to find a magic one, well, or is your collect purpose of collecting books let me because start, you want Let, let me start by saying that the Page Master is one of the greatest stories ever told. Macaulay okay. Culkin, Christopher Lloyd, Whoopi Goldberg. Oh shit, Whoopi was in that. Whoopi was in that. She was fairy, fairy tale. Hmm. Um, but I always, I don't know, I always was obsessed with collecting books. I never did it as a thing. Okay. But I always thought it was cool, like, if you could, like... But how do you... Like, what do you do to get started? Like, do you have to, like, get money and go out and, like, buy rare books and then start trading them and, like... It I eventually no becomes a thing where you make money off of? Or is, like... You know what I mean? Like, what, what the fuck? Like, how do you start a library? Well, I think it has... I I have no idea. Like, actually, you know what's funny is... Um, in the shit that I was talking about, they were talking about the Library of Alexandria, which was the first library mm. that was built. Yeah. And so, like, there were, like, levels of information that people, like, common people could get out of there. Yeah. Like, if you had a certain whatever, credit or whatever, you could come to, like, you know... You could take the, these books out, mm. and then like other people that were like higher in society or whatever had access to like the other information. Yeah. So like that was the first record that we have of a, of a library, and it's basically just shit that was written. Yeah. Because not that many people knew how to read and write, especially the kings. Yeah. So um, I don't know. I think you just start like you know collecting documents. Okay. I don't know. What the fuck does that have to do with starting a library? Because that's how you fucking start a library. Well, I mean, that's back in Meso- Mesopotamian times or some shit. Well, that's like, when a library started. I'm talking about 21st century capitalism, baby. Yeah. How do I? How do I get? Do I gotta go buy a bunch of goosebumps and stuff? <laughs> like, you, know you what gotta mean? email the Scholastic Book Fair. <laughs> find out <laughs> who their supplier is that's how you start off that's that's their internship is you do th- you throw scholastic book fairs and then eventually you're collecting rare tomes from jesuits in brazil <laughs> i mean what other line is there to get to the jesuits in brazil that's true like yeah. how do you get to that information the vatican's got half the shit that you want to collect on lock 
Well, okay, so that aside, though, right? Like, there's got to be, like, a market of, like, I don't know. Like, maybe people want, like, a first edition copy of, like, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein or some shit. You know what I mean? That'd be cool. But how do you come across that? Like, do you go to, like, an auction? Yeah, you got to go to auction. And then find out who has it. And then buy it for whatever they're selling at the auction and hope that somebody buys it for more money from you i think that's the way auctions and collections and shit go like you want to have something in your possession for whatever so you buy it for x amount of dollars knowing that you can eventually resell it for more money yeah like for i don't know to for preservation or whatever so i've been watching a lot of like different uh movies that depict uh i guess you would say like semi-accurate depictions of real or whatever they call real magical occult rituals um some examples include uh that movie the old ways which was uh mexican okay and they showed like their like shamans and how they dealt with that shit what did she do she she had to like go back to her hometown and like learn how to be a witch or something yeah but um yeah it was in Mexico, and they she were she was trying to get the the demon out of the lady's eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we just saw one this morning called uh, Cemetery of Lost Souls. That Lost Souls. Lost Souls. Um, that was Brazilian, uh, and they had like some grimoire shit in there, and they were talking about some weird spells. Um, like the Necronomicon. Like the Necronomicon from Evil Dead. Yeah, I think that was what might have did it for me um you want the necronomicon well no i know that's not real but you know if there's like an equivalent of something like that you know what i mean it'd be cool to read it i don't know if i would want to sell that to somebody though Um, would you want that power well hold on so legions was the other one that's argentinian that's the one i was telling you about the guy who has tried to like teach his daughter how to like be a shaman and if she loses her faith, then, like, the demon takes her or whatever. Oh, yeah. Um, and then the other one that's, like, a great example was A Dark Song. You uh, remember yeah, A Dark Song? Yeah, yeah. I remember the first time I saw A Dark Song. I saw that movie once, and then the next day I saw it twice in a row because I was trying to understand everything that was in there. Um, if you haven't seen it before, it's uh, a movie about a lady that tries to do these, like, uh, what are they called? Like amber, amber lemic. A bramalamalam and ding dong. A bram, a bramic. A uh rituals. Yeah. Uh, well, the movie takes place in Ireland. Um, uh, but she's basically trying to figure out a way to communicate with her guardian angel, <clears throat> because according to the story, if you find a way to communicate with your guardian angel, you can ask for a wish and they can help you out. Well, they'll decide if they want to help you out or not. But in order to do that, you have to go through this like crazy process. Um, and apparently the things that they depict in that movie are pretty true to what the real life John is. Okay. Um, so I remember after watching that movie, I got like super into this shit, right? And I started looking up what the different rituals were, what books they came from, and blah, blah. And I remember showing, like, all of my friends, like, this movie <laughs> and being like, what the fuck? What What do you guys think about this shit? And them all just, like, staring at me, like, 
I don't know. <laughs> it kind of sucked. It was kind of slow. Nothing really happened. <laughs> but but uh, you were trying to get out of them. Like, do you think this could really happen? Yeah, I guess I was like searching for that like sense of like community with this one specific subject, right? Right. Um. So that led me online, and I started uh, following these like message board groups where people were talking about this shit. Um. And then I started to like you know meet some of the people that were like into this like things that like hopefully I was thinking that they could like teach me a little bit more that I don't know or maybe stuff that's not written down yeah um, and it turns out that all the people that are into this shit uh, kind of suck mm. they're kind of terrible people so I found out the same thing when I wanted to do stand up but you yeah, know. yeah. <laughs> but, so, but like, that but feeling did you learn anything like does it exist yeah yeah I mean it depends on what you're concept of exist means but yeah uh it's interesting to say the least and the process of like finding out uh where these stories come from and like uh validating it you know what i mean with like reading the shit with your own eyes that's always been like super interesting to me you know what yeah I mean? so i might start collecting rare books some of them might be haunted demon books but you can so like, it. but through that book that you read or or whatever, do you feel like there's really demons? Mm, maybe in a way. I don't know. That might be too deep of a conversation for now. Yeah, <laughs> we're like 50 minutes in. Yeah. <laughs> do you believe in God? <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there. Yeah, um, but no. Back to what you were saying earlier. Um, if you found a book, right, and it had like one of these cliche movies, right? Where they find a book of spells mm-hmm. and it's capable of like doing some like crazy shit. Uh, could be used for good, could be used for evil. Would What would you do with that book? Would you keep it? Would you like... I think that's why they burned the Library of Alexandria. Yeah. And I think they hid all those real documents. Yeah, yeah. If that ever actually happened. I don't know. It's hard because it's like who are we to be gatekeepers of other people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? But yeah. at the same time, like, you don't want to give people to, like, what if, whatever, if there's another ancient civilization above us yeah. that had information that we weren't ready for. Yeah. You know? And well, then who are you to decide whether or not they're ready for that? I don't know. So I look at it as, like, uh, like a cheat code in a video game. You know what I mean? You know how you can play, like, a video game and then when you get bored of playing like the video game as it's intended to be played you can be like all right let me just push in these random sequence of numbers or buttons and all of a sudden i'm gonna give my character invincibility or like uh faster running or like you know breathe underwater or whatever you know what i mean Mm -hmm. i don't know if i trust enough humans to be able to have that information after why not? Looking into it. You know what I mean? Like being able to ha- to breathe underwater? Or well, no, no, I mean, obviously what is, those... What do you mean you don't trust humans well, to have the information? So, so those examples are obviously, like, dumb. But, like, if you had a book and, like, there was a spell in there that could heal people, but also, like, on the next page, there was a spell to unleash a bunch of demons from hell. Uh, I don't know if I'd be like, hey guys, look, here's these, sp- <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, right, maybe, right. maybe, I don't know. It depends. But on, like, like, obviously humans deserve to know like every piece of knowledge that's available. Right. But like, 
But see, it's like everybody that gets a hold of this information becomes all sketchy with it, right? Exactly. It's like, I mean, I don't really know. But is it like tell everybody about this? Is it the Spider-Man thing? Like, the Uncle Ben, like, with great power comes great responsibility? Or is it like, I'm not going to tell you this unless you suck my dick. You know what I mean? Like, Uh, I think it's a little bit of both. uh, Yeah. See, I wouldn't want to be that second person. Yeah. So because of that, my first instinct would be like, oh, everybody, this is how you do this shit. Right, but right. But then it's like, now, now we got every motherfucker flying and like, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, everybody knows how to make a bomb, basically, you well, know? I mean. Come on. <laughs> okay. Duck, duck, go, guys, if you really need to Google it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Nobody's making bombs. So anyway, my first um, book that I'm going to be collecting is the first edition of the Anarchist Cookbook. Uh <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I don't know. I think you have to start looking at auction sites. Like, if you have to figure out what books you want to get a hold of. I got to put my own money. And find out who has them. You I got to put my own out. money into the yeah. shit. And then hopefully make it big at some point. Yeah, like, the probably best thing you could do is find a book in, like, a thrift store of some kind. But, like, I got to figure that, like, most booksellers are, like, trading in fucking... Like, is, it, is there, like, a different category? Like, a, like... Yeah, you know people what I mean? don't like, know. Uh, some people don't know what they have. So you just call it like occult books or something, because I don't want to also like deal in like fucking, you know, what was that guy that was on Shallow How? What was his name? The the guy that put the spell on him. Black magic. No, the dude. Fucking the. He was like a. A genie. He he looks like a genie. He's like a motivational speaker. Who's the guy? He did the shallow how once a gal got thing in the elevator. George Casanda? No, bro. That was like his friend with the tail. No, who was the guy? Who's like a motivational speaker, like a famous one? Tony something? That guy. Tony Robbins. Boom. We got there in less than 30 seconds. Yeah. It's fine. Um, I don't know why. I just forgot. You think that if you got got a bunch of power and you were trying to disperse it, that you would automatically turn into a Tony... Oh, no, no, no. What I was trying to say was I want to collect books about fucking uh, how to do that shit, not Tony Robbins books. But now that I'm thinking about it, what if those books are just the Tony Robbins of their age? They probably fucking are, (laughs) dude. That's what I was trying to say earlier when we were talking about fucking... That's hilarious. I didn't think of that to now. Literally, I feel like everything that we have in historical, like like evidence written down history is forgery yeah. I, I believe that almost like 90% of my body believes that well you wanted to talk more about that placenta shit right and the different meanings behind that yeah so I just okay so I had a cl- couple questions that I didn't find answers to but I wanted to ask you okay I'm so ready so I'm thinking of the as above so below thing right Mm-hmm. do you think the earth had a placenta and umbilical cord at some point Maybe. Maybe the moon is the Earth's placenta, since it was part of it. Yeah. And where would the belly button be on the Earth? Mm, probably, like, Kilimanjaro or some shit. Is there, like, a great valley, like, besides uh, the Grand Canyon? Mm, 
I don't know of any other Grand Grander Canyons. Well, I guess you can say if you believe that Pangea was a thing, right? That was all together at once. It was all together at once, yeah. Like, you know what I had this thought when I was, like, peeing before we came to start recording? Like, what if Pangea fell apart mm-hmm. because, like, people were so big that t- back then mm-hmm. that they were, like, moving pieces of land around, like, Jenga? Mm-hmm. And they just fucking, like, moved the wrong piece and then, like, you know... Caused a big flood. Wait, who who was moving it around? Like the beings that lived back then. But where would they stand when they're moving it? I don't know. In space. Where do you where do you stand when you're moving pieces in Jenga? Uh, away from the Jenga board. Right. I have to tell you something that I've been delving into recently, and it was something that like I would never ever have thought I would ever even try in my life because I know it's like deadly. Did this come to you while you were peeing or? No, it came okay. to me at another time, but um. Deadly, I'm interested. I looked into flat earth. Oh, okay. And um, I don't believe in it. Mm-hmm. I just, I was trying to make it sound dramatic like I was trying heroin or something, but it didn't. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's just but, as bad. So here was my theory. Mm. So like the, with the placenta thing, mm-hmm. The guy that came up with this placenta mystery, which, listen to our last episode if you want to know what the fuck I'm talking about, but this yeah. dude wrote a book called The Right of Way, and he believes that, like, the fault in us, quote-unquote, is the moment that our umbilical cord is cut at birth, our placenta is born outside of ourselves, and that placenta is given the birth certificate and all the, like, the trust and named whatever this baby's name is. Mm-hmm. So, my first thought was about the, um, you know, does the earth have this? But the placenta is known as, like, a flat cake. Okay. That's, like, a, that's like the etymological meaning of it, right? Yeah. Like, like a flat cake. From Greek, like right? whatever, from Greek. Yeah. And you eat a cake every year on your birthday. Mm. And that is, like, a cult ritual, Oh, eating cake? Eating the cake. That's that Aleister Crowley shit. Yeah. He had a, what was it, the Morning Star cake? He, was, where it's like he blood had a, a bramelin cake. I don't, maybe that has... One of them had blood and cum in it. I know. He was a fucking nut job. <laughs> he was because, a Jesuit. So... Or a Gnostic? So that's the thing. I was looking up, um, you want me to start talking about the, the other Johns I was looking at? Yeah, yeah. Religious, religious sex. But I think I'm going to fuck them up, and we don't have that much time anyway, so it's fine. Yeah. Because we'll get into it more lately, later. Yeah. But, so, there was a group of people who were, these people were known as the Therapeutae. Mm-hmm. And this is back, like, pre-Roman Egyptian times, like Jesus times. Mm-hmm. And the therapeutic were parts of other sects. Like, they were parts of the Ecclesiastes. They were parts of, um... What was the other one that you said? You said a word. It wasn't Gnostics, but it was somebody else. Uh, the Jesuits? The Jesuits. Yeah. Um, the Sockenboppers? Yo, Martha Stewart's on the screen with Snoop Dogg. What? They're doing sketches commercials. Are you... Well, you want to know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So these therapeutics, the the theory is that I'm starting to read into, is that they are the start of this cult mm-hmm. behind all the mystery religions and the same cult that basically encompasses all of the religions that exist in the world, which means, and the governments and churches and shit, and that's everything. Like, think of it as a fucking checkerboard. Mm-hmm. And all of it is connected. Mm-hmm. And the therapeutics were like the people that started this. 
and they kind of like you know how like the FBI infiltrates different gangs yeah or they, they do would like a infiltrate sting. different religions and like figure out a way to get the people to do what whatever their bidding was mm-hmm. for whatever they were serving yeah but in their religion mm-hmm so um yeah it's just a theory that this person had and like basically therapeute it means um they were known as the best philosophers and their names mean cure and worship mm. so like what i think based on the, the research i've been doing what and these are some big claims that i'm hopefully going to find answers to Okay. Is that there was really like an ancient civilization that was on the earth way before we were ever told there was mm-hmm. multiple ones, I think. Yeah. And I think that we like purposely were put to sleep, quote unquote, like not like, you know, to sleep as in like we're sleeping, but we're we're not given information, like we're not given technology or like the ability to read or write and that sort of thing for a long time. Right. And I feel like that's a cycle that happens. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. the fucking slaves rise up and learn how to read and, you know, move out of it, but only for there to be, like, a new race of, like, yeah, people yeah, yeah. Into, in that system. Yeah, yeah. And I think that that's just, like, the, the nature of it. Mm. But I think that this cult is keeping that fabric of things together. Okay. Because they're like, you know, everybody has a little, like, price to pay, like, a little pound of flesh, you know? You give a little bit of, like, your placenta away at the beginning, you've given your pound of flesh, your firstborn, if you will. Mm-hmm. And I think that they've somehow figured out a way to appease the god, Yahweh, who's actually the devil, mm-hmm. uh, into, like, you know, keeping Earth cool for right now. Okay. And that's what I kind of gathered out of my research. All right. What do you think about that? That's a lot of crazy shit that a you just A lot of crazy did, shit man. is a lot of crazy shit. I know. Yeah. I don't think the earth is flat. I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say that. But I was thinking, like, if the earth had an umbilical cord and a placenta or something like that, okay. the placenta would be flat after the earth was born. <laughs> okay. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, every living being starts in a circle with, like, a thing in the middle and that, like, f- that flu- pellucid membrane around the outside of it. Mm-hmm. Everything does. Is it like the atmosphere? Yeah. Or the, what do you call that? The, the magnetosphere. Yeah, yeah. Could be maybe outside of the pellucid membrane. Yeah. It's interesting. It's interesting, right? Yeah. It's definitely interesting. It's a thought. I mean, I'm not saying I, like, 100% believe any of this. Some of the people that have wrote some of the stuff I've been researching also have other views that I don't necessarily agree with. So, you know, but that goes with every philosopher that's ever existed. So I can't discredit everything they said. Yo, shout out Crackhead Barney. Shout out Crackhead Barney might be, (laughs) she might be Jesus. She might be this round's Jesus. Because I think Jesus' character is an archetype that shows up, like, all the time. Mm. Like, Who in do you think story. it was last time? Who did I accuse him of being like? Oh, O.J. Simpson. O.J.? Yeah, no. I don't think that G- was Jesus is not O.J. I That's think um, right. during our t- our lifetime, Michael Jackson was an O.J. I was an O.J. He was, he was not an O.J. He was a Jesus. <laughs> Prince might have been a Jesus. <laughs> Prince might have been a Jesus? Yeah, Prince might have been a Jesus. No. Um, no way. 
Martin Luther King, JFK might have been a Jesus. I'll tell you exactly who was the Jesus. Who? Sinead O'Connor. Sinead O'Connor, yeah. Boom. Yeah, they shut her down, but she's still around. She's not, she's, well, she came back. That's the thing, right? Jesus came back. Shout out. Shout out, Sinead. Dude, that, that (laughs) fucking documentary that she put out, like, really, like. It was good, right? It, it, it got, it got me a little verklempt. What's, what is it? I don't know. It's like the word that they use. They like choked up. Reclimped? Verklempt. Don't you remember Verklempt? when Mike Myers did that? That it's the SNL sketch. <laughs> Fucking Mike Myers pretending to be like an old like New York Jew. How many? Uh, what do you think? How many sketches do you think hold up that Mike Myers was in? Wayne's World? No, right. Wayne's World's pretty funny. So. It, the old ones like still hold up. Yeah, because they were funny. Because he would just like have like like basically what the they did on the Adam Friedland show, having Neil deGrasse Tyson on and then like asking him about his high school wrestling career. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> like they would have like you know like scientists come over and be like, how many girls did you bang? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like which is still always funny. Like that's never not gonna be funny. Yeah. I mean but, some of their like Abraham Lincoln jokes like that's kind of gay, but. Abraham Lincoln, was that remember, a person they were trying to? Did you not see Wayne's World? The sketch? I'm talking about the sketches on SNL. Like, what sketches that Mike Myers did you think still hold up to now? Not the movies that they were eventually came he out. He did um, the one where he was like... The German guy with the tiny cell phone? I don't remember Or that was one. that Chris Kattan? No, it was That Chris might have been Chris Kattan. Yeah. No, he did the one where he was in like a bubble bath. And he's like, and I like to do drawings. Yeah, and he never... would, that one was kind of funny. That never went anywhere, though, right? He, he didn't get a made, movie from it? No, he never made a movie from that. And then he had a... Uh... Austin Powers wasn't an SNL. SNL was not, no. It wasn't yeah. an SNL sketch. Damn. Um, I think they really only got uh, Wayne's World out of that. Mm. And It's Pat? Yeah, but was he part of that? Was he Pat? No, <laughs> Pat was know. another person. Was he Pat? Was no. Mike Myers Pat? No. Was Wayne Pat from Wayne's World? Uh no. Um, I mean, what's that dude's name? Oh my Garth. god, Dana Carvey. Dana Carvey. Yeah. No. Shout out. Shout out Dana Carvey. I'm sorry I forgot your name. <laughs> In case you ever listen to this. Oh, that'd be a dream come true. Dana Carvey is just one step away from Conan, baby. Six degrees. That's my Martha Stewart. Is Conan? Is O'Brien. Conan? Yeah. See, but like, I, there's other people I want to meet more than Martha Stewart. No, 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 not. Oh, I made maybe you say as it. much. I made you say as it. much. That's what You're I was right. trying to do. Right. That's You're right. I, was I don't to hold do. a flag for any one person, but I would like to hang out with Martha. <laughs> Erica Badu might be a little bit above you on my list. Um, Maria Bamford, I'd like to meet. Mm. That's, I don't know. Everybody else, like everybody else that are like stars. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you're all MKUltra. Never meet your heroes. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of, uh, we'll do this last topic and then we'll uh, call it a wrap. Um, We just found out about this thing that they do, uh, this festival that they celebrate in this town. Oh, shit, yeah. Uh, It's in Jessup, PA, which is close to Scranton, I guess. Uh, It's called St. Ubaldo Day. Uh, And this is a holiday that's only celebrated in two places uh one of them is this town in italy and the other one is in jessup pa <laughs> wait was it is it ubaldo italy no 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 ubaldo is the name of the i guess the saint and yeah. what was he the saint of 
don't fucking remember. I didn't look that too. I, we, I, honestly, I didn't expect us to get to this topic. Oh, but we did. Once I went on my rant about what I think might be going on behind the scenes, you just like kind of brushed over that real quick. Well, I didn't I clean that up. Yeah, we got to clean that up. A can't bit. can't let everybody think that I was like <laughs> really believing any of that. Yeah, what's we'll just to like, tell me what you want to cut out of there? No, but, I'm not gonna cut anything out of it. We're gonna keep the bloopers. But San Ubaldo Day. Um, so it's it's apparently this like festival that was started by these Italian immigrants that settled in uh, like Jessup, PA. Um, and it's like it started off as like a way for them to like remember because I guess they started celebrating it in the town in Italy first. Okay. And then these Italian immigrants came to PA, settled over here in that town, and they were like, let's bring this back here. Bring it back now, y'all. Bring it back here and celebrate it here as a way to, like, remember their Italian, like, heritage or whatever. I got that all, but, like, when I was looking into, like, the dynamics of the race, I saw that there was three different, like, Saints that they were racing with. Well, apparently, no, and they so, all meant something different. Yeah, so there's like three different like classes. Like there's like the working class, and then there's like the the working class were the black and red ones, by the way, which I think were the only colors that had black. Uh, the other colors were like what, like red and yellow, and then like I forget what the other one was. Yeah, but they were like one was like the pope or something, or like the the priests. Yeah, someone was supposed to be like the same. They, like, I really feel represent. like we should have looked in the mo- meaning of this a little bit more. I mean, it, yeah, maybe we'll have more information. We'll have more information on this and the mermaid uh, documentary that's coming out. Oh, yeah, because we're going to watch podcast. that. Yeah. <laughs> but, and I'm going to talk to you about more about the cult that's secretly running the earth. That's true, yeah. So. I don't know who they are or what they're doing. No. We don't um, have any information about that. None at all. You think they celebrate Saint Ubaldo Day? Probably. They call it the running of the saints. I think it's multi I think it's three different saints. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. what were they were they competing saints? I think so. Something like that. Do you like think that. saints would be competitive? I feel like they wouldn't be competitive. It depends. Who can bring more to the flock? Flock of seagulls? Oh shit. There you go. It's all connected, baby. It's all connected. Well, anyway, celebrate St. Ubaldo Day. Uh, it's in Jessup, PA, and it's a Saturday of Memorial Day, which I guess is before. Next weekend. So if you want to get over to Jessup, PA, you can go see what they're doing. Yeah, exactly. Check in on those Ubaldos. Yeah. Um, and I guess that'll do it for us today, you guys. Yeah, I think we've done. Yeah. Good job. And uh, hopefully you didn't take anything that we said too seriously about Martha Stewart or, or that the earth might be flat yeah or anything about uh, what was the stuff we were talking about before that something about some sort of secret society running the earth and creating a paradigm that none of us could break out of oh and the spells and shit but I don't think any of that's really true I think it's just <laughs> you know I'm crazy <laughs> Uh, and with that, uh, thank you guys for listening. Yes. Uh, we look forward to seeing you again sometime. We do. I'll say. What's that? I don't know. I think it means God is with you. All or, right. And, and so mote it be. I shante you stay. I say. I say you stay. I say I say. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. really stink.
We were just singing the baby to sleep. Wake up, little Betty Bice. Have you been Betty Bice? It was waking me up. When I lay me down to sleep. When the soul identifies with Maya, it forgets. Thus the soul is temporarily in darkness. It is deluded, and it dreams the mortal dream. Becoming increasingly involved and confused, the soul remains bound up with the world. The intuitive faculty becomes suppressed, and its perception of truth blotted out.